I'll try not to then. I guess I'll edit around it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like if I if I start coughing, like or or we could say you're dying, and have to both end up donating. Please for your medical send, bills. Honestly, sponsor my medical bills, please. Sponsor my trip to rehab. Oh no. They wanna make me go to rehab, but I said no, no, no. no. Hi guys! I know it's been a while. It's been Sorry. a long while. <laughs> yeah, we've been sort of out of touch. Um, if y'all didn't hear, <laughs> now you will. Someone stole my laptop. Yay! <laughs> yeah. And broke into your car. Well, that's how they stole my laptop. Yeah. But someone broke into my dad's car. I was driving my dad's car, which is worse. They did, yeah. like I it broke. They broke into my dad's car. Well, yeah. While I had it in my charge. And they stole my cheeseburger backpack with my laptop in it. Oh, I didn't realize it was in that backpack. <gasps> they stole oh, my lovely no. backpack. My favorite backpack. Um, honestly, I'm more heartbroken about the backpack. Yeah, well, because it, it's like, it it's unique, yeah. It's special, which Aww. means I have to buy another one on Amazon. But. Please sponsor us for that. Please sponsor us, please. <laughs> So, we ended up kind of losing episode four, which... That's why it explains we've gone from episode three to episode five. Yeah. That's why. A little bit. And if y'all follow our Podbean, you'll notice that episode four has no audio, because that audio is in some thrift shop somewhere. Being pawned off for a nickel. Being pawned off for a girl. (laughs) I stole my thousand dollar laptop and then sold it for For like two hundred bucks. (laughs) Girl, sold it for five hundred bucks. I'd still be ticked. Yeah, no. I'd be like, bitch, it's worth more than that. I am a bitch. You don't know what you're missing. You don't know what you're missing. So, inspired by all of those shenanigans, yeah, um, we will be talking about crime. All of the crimes. We are the Bonnie and Clyde of podcasting. Stealing everything (laughs) from all the other podcasts. Like all the music and stuff, you know. Exactly. Nothing original. Never, (laughs) ever. Gasp. Um, But yeah, so we're going to talk about some crimes. Yeah. And some criminal questions. We can start off with the questions. With the questions, the Q, the Q, the Q, the Q and A, the Q. I'm trying to now. I'm trying the to think Q of like a, a now. I'm trying to think of like a crime pun. Oh. I feel like it's not funny We're if you have to think about it. Yeah. Oh, well, we can like edit it, and we'll it'll be like super choppy. Like I'm trying to think of a crime pun. Inter pun. Inter pun. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to think of one, so I know, yeah, it's gonna be like dead space right there. Um, yeah, I'm also drinking right now. Cane's lemonade. Cane's lemonade. We took a break from the alcohol. (laughs) Hey, Cane's sponsor us. They're all about sponsorship. Okay, so ladies first. Okay, so my my first question is kind of an obvious question: weirdest crime you've witnessed or done? Witnessed or done? Yeah. So maybe you saw something happen. Ooh. Ooh, I do. I, okay. All right. Okay. So I have two answers for that. Okay. Uh, 
one of them was me that committed a crime. But uh, it wasn't really a weirdest crime. It was more the only crime. Okay, that's okay. Um, that actually involved, like, cops. So, um, whenever I was dating my first boyfriend, uh, you know, we didn't really have a space to hang out. His parents kind of hated me. My parents were... They liked him, but it's like they wouldn't leave us alone. Yeah, They're not yeah. about privacy. Um, so we'd go out in his truck and make out in his truck. Mm-hmm. You know, criminal. What a slut. Smooth criminal. Slutty criminal. I worked so off. <laughs> I was oh, Michael Jackson. Um, but I, we went out one night to this mm-hmm. field that was by one of his friend's houses. Okay. It was like down the street. And I only had gone through that field before. Not yeah. to do this, but like there was like mudding courses behind it mm-hmm. for RVs and things like that. So we'd go back there to do that. Um, and one night we went and parked in the field to make out. Well, <laughs> probably 15 minutes of us being there. Two cop cars pull into the field Ooh. with their lights on. Oh no! And they're like they're like bright spotlights yeah. on us. And I was like, "Shit!" Put your pants back on. Put your pants on. Put your pants on. Go go go! We should have like had like a pants on drill, you know, like fire <laughs> drill. Like go go go! Co- Pull your pants co- on. Code eight. Code eight. Code eight. I don't know. <laughs> I thought I don't know. Code code. Code, code eight. 69. Oh my god, code 69. <laughs> okay, but, um, I mean, we hadn't done anything major. We were really just making out. Um, yeah, but yeah. his dad was a sheriff. Oh no! For that county. So, of course, he was like, don't tell him. Yeah. Don't tell him anything, or we're completely... Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, don't we're, we're, completely, we're completely screwed because my dad can't know that I like we were doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, of course, me not being able to lie. Because honestly, in my mind, I was like, I could lie, but not say the same story as him. And then we'd be in even more trouble. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, we're put in separate cars. Oh, no. And the whole time, I'm I'm a good boyfriend. Yeah. I make a good boyfriend because the whole time I was like, fuck me. Fuck me. I'm terrified about him. I'm terrified that, like, he's going to get in huge trouble. Yeah, because his parents were the ones that were yeah. more, like, yeah. not okay Honestly, with it. I yeah. didn't give a shit about myself Yeah, in that situation. But they, like, talked to us separately. Mm-hmm. And apparently he had gone ahead and said that we were recording some sort of scary movie out there. It's like... Yeah, oh bitch. My God. Okay. Yeah, well, right. Okay, smartass. Um, and two teenage boys recording yeah. a scary movie late at truck. night in a truck yeah. together, face to face. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I feel like recording a porno would probably have been more believable. Oh yeah, for sure. Way more believable. <laughs> um, but I'm like, the officer asked me, and I'm like, look, we're dating. We mm-hmm. don't have a place to do anything. Um, so we came out here thinking it was going to be okay. Yeah. Um, and he's like, okay, well, what were y'all doing last night? Last night? And I'm like, what? Uh, we weren't doing anything. And apparently, the reason the cops were called 
was because the previous night, a similar truck, not the same truck, similar, yeah, same a truck. similar truck had parked in the same field, uh-huh. and the owners of that field owned a house across the street. Oh, okay. So they called for trespassing. Yeah. So, like, the, the cop is like, okay, I understand. Yeah. You know, teenagers and their hormones. <laughs> Which, honestly, honestly, I am... Oh, God. I, like, give uber props to that cop who... My ex, he grew up in a, sort of a, like, boonies. He grew up in the country. Mm-hmm. He grew up in the boonies. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of rednecks. And so I was expecting the cop to be like, well, you faggot shouldn't be out here, you know? Like, oh, super shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he wasn't. He was actually super, like, super understanding. understanding. That's and nice. He yeah. ended up letting us go. He was like, you know, y'all can go. Just get out. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out. Get out. Um, and then my other story, which is this is me having witnessed a crime. Okay. I was in a Walmart. And oh, I was, Walmart. I was, girl, <laughs> Walmart at like 10 o'clock at night. Ooh. Those lines have never been longer. Oh my god. At 10 o'clock at night. At 10 o'clock at night. Yes. Holy shit. And so I'm like waiting to pay. And then all of a sudden I see this guy gun it towards the door. Oh no. And there's this there's this sort of chubby security <laughs> guard chasing after him. Okay. I'm like, oh shit, that just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like pay. And this I was like pretty up, up close in line. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, so I was able to pay pretty quickly, and as I'm walking out the door, <laughs> the, the guy who went to go steal stuff was tased the fuck out, <gasps> literally oh, no. on the ground, <laughs> on the ground, like on the sliding door. Oh shit! Like if the door closed, it yeah. would have like just bumped it. Um, oh my god! And I'm just like. <laughs> Just, like, just like step over oh him. God, no, Excuse seriously. me, seriously. I'm trying to like, get in my car. Like seriously, like <laughs> stepping around him, and I'm like looking at this yeah. security guard, and I'm like, "Damn, you faster than you look, bro." <laughs> Props to you. You got him. And his feet High were still. Five. His feet were still in the door. <laughs> like shit. He technically never left. For real. For what real. a good guy. Uh, that was pretty good. Intense, so. he, I hope he got a raise. Oh cop, if you're listening to this. We hope you got yeah. it. We hope you became an actual cop. <laughs> oh. Instead of a then he Walmart moved security. Up into, yeah, cop mooching. Okay, what about you? Okay, so I have not had, like, an encounter with the police that is, like, similar to your story. Oh, although so I've, I've, I've put myself in situations where maybe, I, like, that could have that I could have gotten, yeah. like, in those... In that same situation as you. But, lucky enough, I have not. But, there's one story from when I was a kid. Did you witness a murder? Have you seen death? <laughs> yes. No. Okay, so, when Is I was she a... pretty? Yeah, she was very pretty. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> That's so mean. Girl, okay. I was talking about death, not the lady death talk. <laughs> okay, anyway. <Shit. laughs> So when I was little, like in elementary school, probably like, I don't know, probably like kindergarten or like mm-hmm. first grade or something, they, my, the, the way that my mom tells the story is that at school, that at school, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 
We just like grazed toad. Ew. Please stop. Ugh. Anyways. Anyways. Oh my gosh. Never touch me again. Shut up. I don't want to touch you. (laughs) Okay. Anyways. The way that my mom tells this story is she says that at school they had just given some sort of like those, I don't know if you call them a seminar or like a little lecture where they just like bring all the kids into the cafeteria and they talk to you about like calling 911 uh, or assembly. like assembly. That's the assembly. word. Yeah, yeah, assembly. So they had an assembly teaching us about like, oh, if your mom is ever like in trouble or if your parents ever in trouble and you're by yourself. You know, go call 911, make sure you know your address, blah, 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 blah. So they had just taught us that. And my mom says that after that, I began calling 911 and then just hanging up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But, okay, I honestly kind of, I remember this. Like, I was really young, but this is still one of those, like, very faint memories that I have. And I remember in my little Cynthia brain thinking, I'm prank calling them. I don't know why. That's illegal. I know. <laughs> so I did this like every night after dinner no. or something. <laughs> and then one, I think my mom says that someone called the house and was like, hey, someone from here calling 911. And my mom was like, no, like there's no emergency. Like everything's okay. And they were like, okay, well, we keep getting calls. Like whatever, you know, like just make sure that no one calls again or something. Oh my God. And my mom's like, yeah, like, no one's calling, must be some mistake or whatever. And so that's that. And then, like, I keep doing it. And, like, one night, a cop shows up to my house. No, girl! (laughs) And I remember seeing the cop, and I, like, run my ass, and I hide under my bed. (laughs) And then my mom says the story, like, that the cop was like, someone keeps calling 911 and, like, hanging up, like, um, and my mom was, like, defending. She was like, no, my kids would never do that. And little did she know it was me the Girl, whole time. Did she bring out a chancla on you? I don't, I don't remember what the punishment probably was. probably blacked out. <laughs> yeah, probably, I don't remember what the, the punishment was. The chancla just kicked like, yeah, you so like, hard, the amnesia like, kicked in. Blacked out. You forgot what 911 was. Yeah, no, I, I cannot dial 911 to this day. <laughs> the the post traumatic stress. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my encounter with a cop. Oh my god. Prank calling 911. Girl, she dangerous. Ooh, I live dangerously. <laughs> oh, I was hoping that would be a louder. Oh. Like you said. I, I sip my drink. <laughs> sip my lemonade. No, I can't. I can't make it loud. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you joker! I wasn't ready. Um, oh my god! <laughs> You're supposed to tell me. Oh my god, <laughs> Okay. Anyways, um, what's he, one of your questions? Okay. So, some of my questions are a little bit fun. Uh, so the first one is, girl, the candy ain't that important. <laughs> you like. Putting out a spoonful. Oh, I'm sorry, okay. a like bucketful. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing. <laughs> Why I did it? Um. All right. So my question is, what is something that you wish was illegal, or maybe not illegal, but taken more seriously, as far mm. as something that cops should like pay attention to? 
And the other side of that is, what's something that you wish wasn't? And don't say smoking pot because it's on its way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, that was like the first thing that I thought of. Yeah. Why is that so... Whatever. Something that I wish cops would pay more attention to, I guess. Because I'm trying to think of like things that I do that I'm like, oh, I could get in trouble. Yeah. For this, when it's like not that big of a deal. Yeah. And honestly, the only thing that comes to mind is like underage drinking. But obviously, like 18 year olds should not be drinking. Well, but. Here's the thing. But, yeah. In other countries. In other countries, yeah. In other countries, they do it and it's fine. And like, apparently, whenever they were pushing it to be federal law. Mm-hmm. States could still choose to keep it at 18. To keep it at 18, but they'd lose funding. So it's like mm, yeah, that's yeah, I why that. that's why Louisiana has pardon anyone who lives in Louisiana, but y'all have shitty roads. Like it's because Louisiana was the last state mm-hmm. to to change it to 21. It to 21. Mm-hmm. So it's like they weren't receiving that federal yeah. funding. Yeah, uh, like I think of, like, the 18-year-olds that I know now, and I'm like, oh, you shouldn't be drinking. But honestly, it's like... That's all because they're too busy holding their iPads in front of their faces while they're, yeah. like, drinking and driving and being stupid. Yeah. Because, like, I, I understand that there's, like, things that kind of come from that that are bad. Yeah. But also, if it's more... Like, if you don't have to hide it, and if you don't have to, like, hide it from your parents, like, oh, I'm 20 and I'm drinking... So I have to like do it in secret, yeah. and I can't tell my parents where I am. That creates more danger, yeah. or like bigger dangers as well that you're having to hide it. Mm-hmm. And so then they're like, "Oh, I have to get home. Let me drive drunk instead of just being like, hey, mom, I had a few drinks. I'm just gonna stay at my friend's house.' Yeah, you like you know stuff like that. Like, I know I've done that a couple times where it's like, I know I I'm not good to drive home, so mm-hmm. I'll like go with a friend or yeah. like. Or I'll Uber home and leave my car there. Yeah, exactly. But if you're trying to hide it from your parents, then... Oh, yeah. In the mind of someone that's like, oh, shit, my parents are going to kill me. They're like, hey, I'm too tired to drive. Mm, I'm just, like, really tired. This party was eat those weird. What? Because I... Okay, I'm eating Airhead Extreme Bites, and it's, like, the little rainbow ones. They're, like, five different colors. It's almost like the peel apart Twizzlers, but I don't think they're actually supposed to peel them apart. No? And we so, actually have to like scroll. You're like struggling <laughs> with each one. I'm sorry, this is so distracting to you. It, it's amazingly distracting. Okay, um, so what's your answer? Well, what? Huh? The other part of the question. Oh, did I miss something? What's about? something that you wish was a or more, more more serious, more critically paid attention to? Honestly, like, and this this became a kind of serious, but like sexual assault. Oh, girl, yeah. Because I feel like it's not taken seriously yeah. to the point where it's like, it happens, it's like, oh yeah, it happens to everybody, like, get over it. Well, I think there's still like, such, like, a stigma about it, yeah. where it's like, this fear that if you're a sexual assault victim, somehow it's your fault, yeah, and you're going to be villainized, mm-hmm. and that's why so many people don't say it. Exactly. And another thing is, they feel like the other person is in such a position of power yeah, like if that, they yeah if yeah, they said exactly. anything, the other person would be like, no, oh, they're yeah, a liar, we, no, they're we, crazy. Yeah, we believe, and they them. believe them. Yeah, which is it's awful. Yeah, so no, like, but yeah, I agree for sure that just because it's like it happens way too often, and mm-hmm. there should be a bigger consequence. Yeah. Um. As far as me, 
Mine's a little bit less serious. Okay. As far as things that I wish were more paid attention to. Turning on your fucking turn signal. Oh my god, yes! Okay, also, now that we're in the topic of driving, you know when you're, like, in the median, right? You have to, like, go all the way over. Oh yeah, you have to pass. And, like, pass to turn, but people just, like, bloop, bloop, and, like, do a tight-ass U-turn. Well, that's the thing. It's like they they block the next, they block the person who's trying to turn, so they can't see. It's so dangerous. Go back to driving Um, school. For real. No, but honestly, I wish that more people got their driver's license revoked. Yeah. I wish, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish it was easier to get your to driver's get your license, license revoked. revoked. Yeah. That way, you actually have to go back and learn, mm-hmm. and no, like, defensive driving bullshit. Like, go back to driver's ed. I Take wish, a year I, Yeah, I wish driver's ed was more, I mean, like, as, a, as like, a 16, 17 year old, whenever I got my license, I was like, oh, this is bullshit. Like, this is so easy. But honestly, there's certain things that you just need to know. Oh, yeah. And people don't follow those rules, and I'm like, oh. I mean, other than, like, pot, which is going to happen yeah. eventually. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot that I wish, like, was not illegal. hmm You know? Yeah. Um, next one. Mm-hmm. My next question. Because I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who was like, yeah, if I ruled the world, I would I would have uh, kids going around as hula hoop police. <laughs> like, hula hoop police. And, like, his thought process was, to sort of bring joy to people, but kind of force it on them. He's yeah. kind of like a... Uh, I feel like he'd be like a totalitarian ruler, mm-hmm. but like a nice one. Um, but people would still fear him. No, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, For sure. Uh, <laughs> but it was like, you... Like, he'd like have all these kids randomly do hula hoop contests and make people hula hoop. And there's really no punishment. It's really just... Just, like, do it. Just, yeah, it's just do, do it. Do who's it. Who's a hula hoop? Hula hoop now! Hula hoop. But it's like their interaction with these kids and with all the people around them, suddenly they're bringing all the people around them <laughs> who are watching this hula hoop contest a ton of joy. Which, I mean, it's a joy for a little bit of embarrassment. And yeah, I feel like I would live in that world. That would be that would be a good world. As long as there's no punishment for sucking at hula hooping, because then (laughs) okay, for some reason I thought you were gonna be if there's no punishment for sucking at dick. (laughs) I mean that too. (laughs) Yeah, that's always gonna be like yeah, relatable. That too. But yeah, what about you? What? How would you (laughs) sort of I guess punish people in weird ways? Okay, so whenever you told me about that. The first thing that I thought of was of another podcast that I listened to called um, Not Too Deep by uh, with Grace Helbig. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she does is she asks questions at the end of the show. Um, and one of the questions that she asks is, who would you throw cold spaghetti at? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, and it's so like, many people. Cold spaghetti, it's like, you're not hurting them like physically. like it, You know, you're not like causing them pain. But it makes a statement. Mm. So, throwing cold spaghetti at someone is something I think about a lot. (laughs) So you just throw cold (laughs) spaghetti at anybody who wrongs you? Yeah. Here you go, bitch. Just like, you know, like those t-shirt cannons? Honestly. (laughs) cold spaghetti. That's terrifying. Um, (coughs) Honestly, though, for me, I feel like 
I'd want to be a little bit more, not necessarily mean, but have, like, a little bit more impact. Mm, okay. So it's, like, someone who was a particularly awful, hateful asshole, mm-hmm. I would force them to step in a pile of dog shit barefoot. Ew. And they cannot wash their feet for that entire day. And they have to go about their day. Eesh. Which means they have to go to work. They have to deal with Eesh. people. And the whole time... They're smelling like... They're smelling like dog shit. They're smelling like an asshole. Oh. <laughs> Girl. Yes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. So everybody knows. It's like, okay, Ted's a douchebag. Yeah. Ted's an asshole. He did it. Yeah. That's it. Yep. No one... We're not eating lunch with him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, and after that, I feel like people would sort of work around... These, yeah, these the assholes. assholes. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, sorry, Ted, we can't deal with you. Sorry. It's just the smell, it's too just bad. too much. It's way too Such much. Such a pungent smell. So pug- pugnant. Pug- 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 pugnant. 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 <laughs> Such a weird word. Such a pugnant smell. Um, what's your next question? Okay, so I had another kind of, I guess, I don't know, I thought my questions were a little bit obvious, but I guess not, because you went in a completely different direction than I did. Yep. But the other question is, purge. Oh. What would you do? What would I do during a purge? Basically, yeah, like, so nothing is illegal, you can do whatever you want, what would you do? I feel like I'd be on full-on self-defense mode. Okay, so I, I did think about that, because that would be the exact same. Yeah. Let's say no one is out to get you. I'd just watch, like... <laughs> then you'd I'd do watch nothing. <laughs> I'd watch America, or I'd watch Adventure Time while I'm while all my windows are locked up. No, 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 no. But let's say you didn't have to stay in your house locked up. Girl, it's the purge. I ain't going outside. It's stupid. No, you're not, you're not understanding what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Like, let's say no one's out to murder anybody. Like, everybody's nice, and no one's out to kill anybody. But... Everything else is like okay, so it's like murder's not legal. Yeah, like, yeah, murder, all murder, other yeah. Crime is. yeah, exactly, basically. Girl, I go steal myself a new TV. <laughs> I go steal myself a new laptop. Like, I would just steal stuff, so that, much more stuff that I want. It'd be like Black Friday, you know? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's of, yeah, something that you never see in a purge movie. Everybody's just murdering each other. Exactly. It's like, bitch, where's my Walmart? And why is it not ransacked? Exactly. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? For real, that's what I would do during the purge. Like, I don't care about my built-up anger. I want my stuff. Yeah, I want a fucking TV. That's, yeah. Like, that's how I deal with my anger. I watch Adventure Time. I watch cartoons. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'd be the same. I think I'd, like, try and steal a bunch of stuff. And then I'd want to, like, get into places... Like built like buildings and stuff that you're not you don't have access to, like office buildings or like banks or like obviously like the bank. Girl, what if you like broke into the Statue of Liberty? Because exactly, they like, used like, to have people go up to the top, but then they closed it. Yeah, so like go to these places that you're like prohibited yeah. to go. Yeah, <laughs> and then this reminded me of an episode of How I Met Your Mother. I don't know if you've seen it. But they have, like, an episode where they go and they're like, we're going to go lick the Liberty Bell. <laughs> and they go and they lick the Liberty Bell. That's kind of gross. I know. And then they, like, that joke about it, I was like, what did it taste like? Pennies. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. It's copper, so yeah. 
Yeah, so that's that's <laughs> fine. Um, okay, so now we're getting on to our, our two serious questions. Yeah, I do have a serious question. Um, it's a little dark, of course. Crime is dark. Um, but we live in Texas, okay? Mm-hmm. So, of course, Texas is one of the states that has the death penalty. Yeah. Thoughts. Death penalty for, against, reasons. Okay, so... On, I would honestly, I'm. I would be like, yeah, I'm for it. Some people do some pretty shitty stuff. They yeah. deserve to die, but it's way more complicated than that oh, because yeah, of yeah. like wrongfully accusing somebody. Yeah, and like people being sentenced to death when they're innocent. Like yeah. that's scary. That's so wrong, in so many levels. So it's not just like a simple yes or no, for me at least. But if. If people were not to be wrongfully accused and our legal system was perfect and they accused the right person each time, then yeah. Yeah. If you fucking, like, rape somebody, if you murder another person, bye. See, I feel, one, I'm a little bit more specific specific of the crime. Mm-hmm. Like, they would have to commit in order to... Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That get the well. death penalty. So, like, if you, if you rob a store or something, no, I don't want you to die. Yeah, if you rob a store, if you smoke pot... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, of course. Some people want, like, just pot smokers to die. Oh, I'm just God. like, get over yourself. Fuck off. Calm down. Susan. Fucking Susan. Fuck, fuck you, Susan. You're such a conservative bitch. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, your uh, fucking stilettos at work. Who the fuck do you think you are? Right. Anyways. <laughs> too you know, conservative to wear a pantsuit. Yeah, fuck you. You feel like you're too much of a lady. Well, pantsuits are hot. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, like, if you did something to a child. Oh, yeah. Whether it's, you know... Assault or yeah. neglect. I mean, uh, maybe not neglect. Yeah, because that, that gets like. Uh, but like, if you harmed a child physically, yeah. or even mental, if you were like fucking torturing a yeah, child, yeah, no, mentally, it's so wrong. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Go to hell. Like. Yeah. But I like. I'm sort of the same with you as far as like the system is imperfect, mm-hmm. and people do get wrongly convicted. So, I feel like it would be one of those things where it's, like, everybody, no one's given a death sentence. Mm-hmm. People are given, like, life sentences. But if there is literally no doubt that they did it, if they've confessed, yeah, if, if they're, like, just fucking nuts, yeah, if they're just truly a monster in, I'd say, like, a hundred people's eyes, yeah, do it. Do it. Because it's like, you hurt a child, you do not deserve to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that may sound awful to people who are all for life in prison, but, like, it's but, a kid. Yeah. It's like, also, life in prison, I don't know, like... And I, honestly, I would fuck the parole system. Oh, don't even get me started on the fucking parole system. Don't even get me fucking Girl, started! Like, this whole, like bullshit of like oh he was good in prison yeah he was good in prison so he we'll didn't him out. kill anybody uh, in prison you know so... what you're in prison for a reason serve your time you know this yeah. whole parole bullshit it's like 
no, he murdered and ate someone. He doesn't get parole. Yeah, no. Like, no ma'am. Um, oh, ma'am. But yeah, I feel like we covered that. Yeah. What's your question? So, mine is kind of similar to your first question that you asked. Like, what's mm-hmm. something that you wish was um, not a crime or, like, not illegal or something yeah. like that? So, I chose something that I was curious about or, or something that I hadn't thought about. And then I became really curious about it because I never think about these things. Mm-hmm. And it's, should prostitution be a crime? Girl, are you looking for a new job? Maybe. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um. No, because it's, I, I think I, I, I watch or I listen to a lot of, like, true crime podcasts. Yeah. So, um, like, one of them, I listen, I listen a lot to My Favorite Murder, and a lot of their stories, it's, like, Prostitutes getting murdered. Well, it's like Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Jack the Ripper, he <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. prostitutes. So it's like, uh, and also calling them prostitutes is like, this is all that things that I heard on their podcast. Is like, there like bit that I learned. Huh? I'm curious now. Like, what, what would be the PC? Sex worker. Sex worker? Yes. Which is, seems so weird to me because I feel like sex workers sound so much worse than prostitutes. I think prostitute sounds worse. Really? Because it, like, prostitute sounds more of an insult. Sex worker, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. of course I want to be, you know, PC. Right. Online. I want to be respectful to the people who do that. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, yeah, one of the things that I started to kind of, like, look into, just because I was, like, super curious about it, because I'd never yeah. heard this thing before, like, this, like, people saying, like, oh, it shouldn't be a crime. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's really interesting. So there's obviously people that are like, oh, that's, like, morally wrong. Like, people shouldn't do that. Da, da, da. Girl, I can roll my eyes into a new dimension. Yeah. Like, ugh. And then it's also the thing of, like, well, if we created, like, a safe place or, like, a yeah. safe system for people to do this at their own will. Yeah. And, like, safely, then it would make life for sex workers a lot safer. Yeah. I think, for me, that's where I stand. <coughs> Gross. I'm sorry. Uh, for me, that's where I stand because it's like, it's exactly almost like pot. Yeah. You know, yeah. in states where it's regulated, it's safe. Like, people mm-hmm. don't do anything stupid on it. Yeah. It's it's safe. It's monitored by the government. And it's taxed. Yeah. So, I feel like if you are a sex worker, not you, but like, yeah, if yeah, someone yeah. is a sex sex worker and there's sort of regulations in place to keep them safe to keep them safe to keep their their clientele safe um you know and to make sure they're doing it of their own free will i feel like honestly that would also work to sort of weed out sex trafficking yeah also that was also something that comes up oh yeah you know sex trafficking because it's like Obviously, if you're a sex trafficker, you're not going to follow these regulations. Exactly. Because you're an asshole and you're a shitty human being. Um, And it's like really, I think there there was something I heard about of Mm -hmm. like a lot of times sex workers will actually work through like an online network. Okay. And so all the sex workers or most of them in a given city will be on this online network to sort of give each other tips about locations and yeah, things yeah. like that. 
and also sort of watch each other's backs. Mm-hmm. So it's like if something happens to someone, they they'll, sort of, they'll, they'll know about the, it. The word like, goes up the chain. Yeah, yeah. And it spreads. And I think there was one story where it's like someone went missing and basically the word just spread through the chain. Mm-hmm. And so all of them sort of avoided this one place where this one went missing yeah. and they contacted the police to sort of Yeah, get them, and then it's like the, the police tend to not take cases with sex workers as seriously because just, of the fact that they're sex workers. And I'm like, <sighs> they're human beings. Yeah, they're fucking human beings. And here's the deal. If it were regulated, one, like, you know, regulate mandatory STD checks. Yeah. They have to maintain a certain level of health. Yeah, mental health. Mental health, too, physical yeah. health to do it. Um, but like anything other than that, you know, of course yeah. you can you can yeah. treat it with your discretion. But like this idea that they're less of human beings, yeah, because of how they make their money, it's like yeah. grow up. Yeah, seriously, be a fucking adult. Yeah, you know, you're sitting on your high chair and. And politics and and bullshit. Fuck off, Susan. You know, it's just it's just the yeah. So that that was something that I never really thought about. Like it was just I don't I don't think about sex workers too too often. But when I heard about it, I was like, oh shit! Like these people are being treated like fucking dirt. Oh yeah, like super dirt, and it's like straight up second class citizens. Yeah. Um. So I always thought that was like super shitty mm-hmm. like i don't know it's not talked about yeah as often as maybe it should yeah well i mean that's why we have this podcast that's why better left unsaid exists so we can talk about things that aren't talked about regularly. yeah exactly okay all right so i think we only have time for each of us to tell one of our stories I that's okay too, because is it because, short ones uh my first one's a little bit longer than my second one but okay. my second one's like really short. Okay, we'll see how it goes. I feel like yours are probably much longer than mine are. Okay, maybe that's why. Um, I guess do we want to start with funny, go to dark, then end with the funny? Okay, we'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well. <laughs> next up on the podcast. Next up on the podcast, we're, we're gonna, gonna tell be some, some weird stories. Some weird crime stories. Um. So, the first one I want to talk about, um, and I think I I told you earlier today that mine sort of has, like, a weird, almost subtle Christmas theme Uh that I did not intend whenever I picked these until, like, I had already written down all my notes. Um, But you'll sort of get where this is going. Uh Um, So, this happened in Carroll, Iowa, okay, Um, at the Carroll Redemption Center. In mm-hmm. May 2016. And so, the one of the owners of this uh, redemption center, and if you don't know what a redemption center is, it's where they, it's where they recycle cans. Mm-hmm. So they, like all the aluminum and stuff. Um, so, the owner, whose name is Brad Sapp, he um, was working there late sorting some cans when he heard a strange voice mm. say, get out of here. Oh no! Said, get out of here! I fucking run the fuck and of out of here! Yeah, duh. So of course he's like spooked the fuck out. Yeah, he's spooked the fuck out. He's like, whoa, what the fuck's going on? Where did that voice come from? Yeah. Okay. 
So he ends up going and telling his wife, Carrie, who also works in the redemption center. Uh-huh. But I think she was home at this time. Um, he works with her, and honestly, the story kind of paints Carrie into being kind of a bitch. <laughs> like, I'm not sorry to Carrie. Sorry to Carrie. Sorry. Staff. We love you. <laughs> but, like, your whole. Like, You're painted as a bitch. Your reaction to this is kind of bitchy, but apparently. <laughs> She was kind of sarcastic in a reaction of like, oh, well, maybe it's a ghost. It's Honestly, like, I feel like I would do the same. Like, it's, oh, shit. But seriously, if you're working late. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's say you were working at your job. You were the only one there. And then you just heard someone, a disembodied yeah. voice say, get out of here. Yeah, I know. Like spooky. Spooky, spooky. And then someone's like, you you dumb bitch. No one's there. Right? <laughs> right? Like, for real. Um, okay, and yeah. then you came to me and you told me about it, and I was like, shut up, bitch. You yeah. didn't hear shit. Yeah, right. You did not hear shit. Um, so they sort yeah. of forget about it until the next morning. Mm-hmm. So the next morning they get into work. Um, they're both working, and it's about 10 a.m., and Carrie is talking to her husband. They're sort of thinking about what could have caused that noise. Yeah. So it's like, maybe he was like, bitch, why are you being so mean to me? And she was like, fine, we'll look. Yeah. We'll look for this noise. And so they were looking, and they were also working um, and, like, sorting stuff. Um, when she hears someone yell from oh. the chimney. Oh, my God. She hears someone oh yell from God. the chimney saying, I'm in the chimney. I was playing hide-and-seek with my cousin. Oh. Don't call the cops. I just need help getting out. What the fuck? <laughs> so, um, this takes us to uh, Jordan Kajewski. Okay. okay. Jordan Kajewski, okay. age 29. He's 29 years old. Fucking old-ass adult. Um, and apparently, this is his story. Uh-huh. He was playing a game of hide-and-seek mm-hmm. with his cousin, who who knows if his cousin actually exists. Yeah. When he fell down the chimney and got stuck. Oh my god. Fell 20 feet down the chimney and got stuck. Okay. Oh my god. Um, but Brad and Carrie sort of found that story obviously suspicious. Yeah. Um, so they ended up calling 911. Yeah. Which, for sure. That's why I was like, Carrie was like, yeah, uh, no, we are gonna call yeah, the cops. Yeah, no, I'm calling the cops. We're <laughs> calling the cops. Sorry. Sorry, bud. Um, so they call 911 to get him out. Yeah. And it took uh, over a dozen firefighters uh, to get him and out? 30 minutes to try to get him out. Oh, okay, so <laughs> initially what they were going to do is they were going to take one of the ladders uh-huh. up to the top. They were going to drop like a bucket down with a rope. Yeah. So he could grab onto the rope and then, and pull, then and get pull pulled up. out. Um, that boy was stuck. But I'm pretty sure... Like, they ended up not being able to do that because he was, like, upside down. He was kind of head first. Yeah. So like, he couldn't really grab. This poor yeah. guy. Like, oh his God. head must have been so red because of it's all like the blood all going through his blood, head. yeah. Um, well, they decided against that. So they ended up just going to where he was stuck in the fireplace and in that breaking building. It. And breaking through it. Mm, or they, yeah. like, broke just below yeah, there. And then so they could just pull, pull him the rest up. of the way out. <laughs> okay. And... So, little did they know, but they found out whenever they pulled him out, uh-huh. he was naked. Oh, no. He was stark naked. 
Um, his clothes were with him, like, in the chimney. Yeah. But they were not on him. Ew. So, there were obviously questions of... Why the fuck are you naked? Why, why the fuck are you naked? Did you take your clothes off before? Before? Or, like, or did you somehow, like, worm out yeah. of them while you were in the chimney thinking you could possibly... Like, yeah, like, get well, out. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I was thinking is, like, if somehow you could have done that, like thinking it would help you get out. Yeah. It would help you get unstuck. Um, but <laughs> some, somehow and sometime, he took his clothes off. Okay. And yeah. so they pulled him out of the chimney naked. Luckily, he had his clothes because they immediately put his clothes back on him. Uh-huh. Um, and so he was taken into custody by police and charged with trespassing. Yeah. Okay. And according to Brad, who's the owner yeah. of the facility... Um, he recognized him. Ooh. He recognized the guy because a couple weeks earlier, he had a, tried to apply to work there oh, uh-huh. three times. <gasps> Fucking psycho! For psycho! Real, for, real, for real. He had applied to work there three times and was denied each time. Because... He's a fucking psycho. He's a fucking psycho. Okay, so he... The last time he was told to leave... Or he was told he wasn't going to get the job. Yeah. Um, he actually got mad and started yelling at Brad, just give me hours. Just give me some hours. Um, and then Brad, of course, was like, no. I need you to leave. Yeah. Like, please get out. Yeah. Um, so Brad believes that he actually intended to work there uh, for some hours so he could figure out how to break in. And he ended up, oh. like, that's why he was going down the chimney. Because that was his attempt to break in. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it did not work. Um, <laughs> so he, but Jordan was sticking to his original hide and seek story. Yeah. Like, for real. Oh my and god, see that to me. He's quoted at saying, oops. He's quoted at saying, uh, why would I steal cans, like the aluminum yeah. cans? I make $800 a week. Bitch, you lied. Okay. You lied. Um, so, since the incident, and this is sort of, um, some of the things that have happened since then. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> he's been, uh, convicted of several counts of public, public intoxication and, uh, possession of illicit drugs. Oh, God. As well as another trespassing charge. Uh-huh. Because he broke into a house and fell asleep. <laughs> like he, he went to go squat in someone's house. That makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Imagine what wake, waking up and then there's like, who the fuck is there? Right? No. So like he was squatting in someone's house because he was homeless. Oh god. Which is like sad, sad but at but the same like, time it's like oh hun yeah like you you have more problems than just being poor. yeah um and then. Uh, this is, like, sort of the most recent news I could find on him. Um, and it's later that year in November, mm-hmm. 2016. Uh, he came to the Carroll County Jail to serve a two-day two jail sentence for that trespassing. Yeah. Not the... Not, not the, the chimney, can. Not yeah. the cannery. 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 Not even a cannery. Uh, not the redemption sentence. Yeah. But for breaking into these people's house. It's like two day jail sentence for real. Like put him in for a year. Like 
obviously needs that help. Yeah. Um, and apparently, he walked in right around 2 p.m. Yeah. Drunk off his ass. Oh, my God. Into a jail. A jail, yeah. They locked me up, he, dude. He came in drunk off his ass and could barely stand up. Like, he oh couldn't gosh. hold himself up. Um, this guy. So, of course, you can guess what they did. They immediately charged him with public intoxication. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You already got some. He's got, yeah. he's got a punch guard going on. Right? Oh my god. You visit ten times and, and the then you get you get to stay. Yeah, like a hotel. Yeah. Nice. You get to stay for free forever. Um but yeah. <laughs> so that is the story of um, Jordan Kajuski. Oh my god. The, is there whenever whenever you look it up, it uh they they describe it as the naked chimney man. <laughs> he, what, is there a reason why he said you shouldn't be here or whatever it is he whispered? That's what that's what Brad was saying whenever he was like, I think he was actually trying to break in. Because he was trying to scare Brad off. Oh, so that he would leave. So that he oh, would leave. Oh, 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 And I guess he didn't realize he was stuck then, or maybe he wasn't stuck then. Yeah. and then But he, then yeah. he got stuck. Yeah. So that's why whenever Carrie heard him screaming. Yeah. It's like. Oh my God! There's someone in the chimney, and so it was. It was yeah. Sam who had said, "Get out of Get here!" Get out of here! Yeah. Oh, ew! Isn't that awful? Oh, <laughs> throw up. It's terrible. Um. Okay. Oh my God. So, <coughs> yeah, like that's hilarious. I love that. Oh, I love naked chimney guy. Naked if you're chimney. Wait, man. when was this? What year? This was 2016. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, this is 26. If you're listening from the jail. From Iowa. <laughs> from Carroll, Iowa. Apparently he was, like, he had just moved there that year. Yeah. And was living with his mom. But I guess his mom had enough of him and kicked him out. Oof. Yeah. And I'd have enough. I'd have enough. There was, like, whenever I was looking through their local paper, someone had actually commented. <laughs> Uh-huh. On that post, he was like, oh, yeah, I went to high school with that guy. Um, he was really smart, but then he got into drugs and stuff, and it just got weird from there. Oh, no. Like, it just got this weird. This poor guy was probably so normal. Yeah, and, and then, then the drugs hit and him. And then the drugs. The fucking drugs. The drugs. We're so glad you found this technology. <laughs> <laughs> no! Stop it. Stop Ooh, it. We need to do it. We need to do the drugs. <laughs> Girl, I don't want to find no technology. No technology. Especially not in the chimney. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to hear something spooky. <laughs> something terrible. Something that, like, I I like to read about because it's so, like, what the, fuck, what the fuck. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Okay. So... This is the story of Audie Sanchez. O T T Y. Audie. They, huh. That's how one of the videos that I watched pronounced it. Okay. I don't think it's. Audie. Yeah, Audie. Um, also known as the Cannibal Mom. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I like need a minute with that. Yeah. Cannibal Mom. What? Yeah. Okay, and so another reason that I chose this story is because it's pretty close to home. It happened in San Antonio. It was your mom? It was my mom. <laughs> it happened in San Antonio, Texas. Oh. 
San Antonio's. The San Antonio's. They're kind of weird. It's like Dallas, they're all pretentious assholes. Yeah. Austin, Austin's they're just, they're just the, liberal. Yeah. They're all liberal and white. Yeah. And then San Antonio's just... San Antonio's. A lot of weird stuff happens in yeah. San Antonio. Okay, so this happened in July 26, 2009. And to give some background on Audie, uh, so she grew up as an only child. And, um, she, but she, but she lived with seven other relatives in the same house. Um, but her dad was not around. Wonder they didn't have food to eat, so she had to eat people. Yeah. She was hungry. (laughs) And, uh, they moved around a lot. Yeah. So, like, not the best childhood, but also, you know. You know, they're they're the worst childhood. Yeah. So, that's kind of setting the stage. And so... Her family had um, kind of a history, like, of uh, mental health, okay. mental health issues, so um, schizophrenia, stuff like that. Mm. Um, but somewhat, one of her family members made the comment of that she was the most level-headed of the family, so they never suspected her of doing something like this. Uh, oh, my. And so, kind of going through what her mental health was, you know, throughout the years, always the quiet ones honestly um (laughs) she after she was like uh after the murder happened uh she was kind of taken to uh, a psychiatrist and then all this kind of came out that she at the age of five began to hear voices in her head oh hello and she says that um the voices were mainly good voices that they would tell her that everything will be okay. If you eat their toes. <laughs> if you eat them. Oh, she did eat the toes. Stop. Oh, okay. Okay, keep okay. going, though. But stop. <laughs> okay, so most of them were good voices. But, there's a but. She also heard bad voices. And some of those bad voices were, um, she said one of them was Lucy. I guess they had names. And Lucy was telling her to eat her hand. To eat her own hand? Yeah. Girl, Lucy wants her to be a pirate. Yeah. It was... Like, think about it. That's pretty fucking creepy. So... (laughs) Like, Lucy, come on. Like, you're kind of screwing up your own Exactly! Um, okay, so yeah, so... Her family had a history of uh, mental health, and she also kind of went through this silently was it like schizophrenia yeah it was like she was never diagnosed up until maybe like when all this stuff started happening i'll get more into it in a little bit this is 2009 this is 2009 yes this bothers me yeah so this crime or this case is kind of um looked at a lot because they think this could have been prevented had people helped her more like paid attention to her mental yeah, health. Because she did reach out for help a lot of the times and then they would just send her on her way. They yeah. would just be like, Oh, it's okay, they kept her like in Girl, that's the world today. Yeah, in the hospital for a little bit and then they sent her on her way. And one of the things was, um, she like her mental health got worse and worse and some of the some of the 
what should I call them, like some of the things that went on in her life that kind of led her to end up in a hospital were things like, um, where is it in my notes? She was found uh, wandering around wa- wandering around in a drugstore, shopping for an imaginary trip to China. She spent like six hours at the drugstore creeping out the employees that they called the cops. And she was just like, oh, I'm yeah, going to take a trip you, to China. Why else do you go to Walgreens? It's the best travel agent. Yeah. Um, so, like, stuff like that happened. And then um, after that drugstore incident is when she was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was like she her insurance was able to cover it so she would get her meds for free. And then something happened and she was not able to get her meds for free anymore. But... Um, she all she had to do was maybe like fill out some paperwork and that she would be able to get it, but she refused to do that paperwork. Yeah. And then you know people didn't really push her too much, so then she was off her meds. And once she got off her meds, is when she met um, Scott, her on and off boyfriend, who was also schizophrenic. Lovely. Love Two finds its way. Peas in a pod. Yes. Two peas in a little crazy pod. Yep. So. Um, their relationship was very, very much dysfunctional and, um, not a healthy relationship, seeing as they're both schizophrenic and, um, yeah. So, leading on to the event of the cannibalism. The incident. (laughs) Yeah. So, on, before, before the incident, the incident happened on July 26th. So on July 20th, um, she, uh, oh, I guess I should say before that, um, when she was off her meds, she, there was a situation and things were a little bit different when I researched it of, of what exactly happened, but she went to San Antonio. Information's a little, um, weird. Some say that she was in San Antonio chasing after an ex-boyfriend. Some mm-hmm. say that she was in San Antonio with a friend that was getting acupuncture. Like, things are very weird, yeah, but... why else do you go to San Exactly. That's why you go for it. So, but ending of the story of why she went to San Antonio, she got back together with Scott, and then soon became pregnant. Oh. So, they were expecting. And so, uh, not sure about what day she gave birth, but it was a lo- uh, around, you know, uh, July. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after she had the baby, she went and seek treatment because she was becoming very paranoid. And whenever she went to the um, doctor, they just thought she had postpartum depression. And they were like, oh, if your mental health keeps giving you trouble, come back in a couple days and we'll take care of you. Well, shit went down. So a lot of some of the things that were going on in her head she thought that her mom had killed John F. Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe and that that pissed off the KKK and that they were now out to get them. Another, Girl, that yeah. is a lot of connection yeah. <laughs> to pull. What? Yeah, pull. yeah, exactly. I and have had her on our conspiracy podcast. Dude, for real. Ooh. That's a conspiracy. <laughs> so she was just constantly paranoid, like super paranoid about everything. And I, another story said that like 
her and Scott took the baby to go visit Scott's mother and that she became very paranoid, accusing Scott's mother that uh, she was trying to steal the baby. So she, she constantly thought everybody was trying to take her baby or come out together or, you know, something really Just, panicking. I mean, she's crazy. Yeah, very, very much so. So that is what happened on, like, July 20th is when she, like, seeked that treatment mm-hmm. because she recognized that she was feeling this okay. way. So she was, that's because of the paranoia. She yeah. Because of the paranoia. Exactly. Okay. But they kind of shoot her off saying, oh, it's just postpartum depression. If it's another issue, just come back. Come back, yeah. yeah. But obviously she wasn't going to come back. She's yeah. very, like, her mental health is not there. So July 26th happens. Or comes comes around. And she is with her baby. And no. she begins to hear voices. Jesus. And the voices. Girl. <laughs> I know. I don't even want to say it. It's, no. it's so bad. Okay. So the, the voices Sorry. were saying that because she had this baby without being married to Scott, that she um was uh I have the right wording is like she is damned she's a bad condemned. Per- condemned yes thank you she is condemned and the only way that she can release that and no. like become better is if she kills the baby no and eats the no baby. <laughs> no. No! So, she goes to the kitchen, grabs a very, very large knife. Girl! And, get this, she was in a place where she had access to samurai swords. <laughs> Why? I don't know, collectors have Samurai the baby? So, she kills the baby, she cuts <laughs> off the baby's head. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. She breaks the baby's skull and eats its brains. God, I'm gonna fucking cry. This is a good laughter. This is. Hey, no, you're really panicking. This is terrifying laughter. Look. Okay, breathe. So she's she oh, she's no. eating the baby's brains, no. and obviously this is disgusting, beyond disgusting. So she's throwing it up. But the voices inside her head tell her to keep going. Oh, no. And no. so she does, and then she chews off three of the baby's toes. No, not the toes! And she rips off his face. Ah! Yeah. She already took off his head. Why is she going to take off his face, too? I know. No! Girl. <laughs> and so, an uh, article that I read said that, um... Oh my god, you're really struggling. I'm sweating. I am I am distraught. You are very distraught. Girl, she ate a baby. Yeah, she did. Oh my god, wait, there's more. No, stop. So, this whole time, her sister and two of her nieces are sleeping, like, somewhere else in the house. And so eventually I think this sister hears, wakes up, checks it out, something, and she calls 911. And I heard the 911 call. And um, she, the sister is very, very distraught. She's like, my sister hurt her baby and, like, 
That's an understatement. Like, yeah, yeah. But, like, I think, obviously, like, in her head, she was, like, trying to comprehend what was happening. And so, in the, like, background noise of the call, you hear Audie screaming, he made me do it, he made me do it, I didn't mean to do it, he made me oh, do it. Oh, that's terrifying. And then when the cops showed up, she um, says and screams to one of the cops, the devil made me do it. What the actual fuck? Yep. What? Yep. The actual fuck? Yep. So that is the story of Audie Sanchez. So um, to conclude what happened afterwards, um, many people wanted her to get the death penalty. Yeah. Fuck, 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 yeah. <laughs> fuck, yeah. Like. Yeah, but. She um, ate a baby. But she did not get the death penalty. What? She, in fact, um, was found not guilty by reason of insanity on June 30th, 2010. Fuck that shit! She was proven, uh, like, insane. Is she gonna be in an insane asylum forever? Yeah, and she's, she is now, well, the video that I watched, which I guess was maybe a little bit older video, but said that she is still currently in... Uh, like institution getting help getting treatment girl <laughs> she ate a fucking baby she ate a baby <laughs> I'm gonna have nightmares about that tonight yeah I when I read about it I thought she had just I mean I'm saying just decapitated but ah! obviously obviously that's still horrible but then I read that she did all this thing with the face and the, and the brain and the skull no the toe Oh god. Oh my god. Girl, I am sweating profusely. You are. That makes me so amazingly uncomfortable. And I am distraught. (laughs) Your face is so red. I'm distraught. Bring her to Texas. We'll deal with her here. Well, she is in Texas. Bring her to uh, San Antonio, Texas. I told you that San Antonio nights. You were right. They're weirdos. Yep. They eat babies. Not all of them, but the <laughs> crazy ones. <laughs> the real, the real crazy ones. Oh my gosh. But yeah, like this case became of like our health care system is really fucked because she reached out for help and she tried to get help, but she was turned away. So a lot of the where news- was Scott and all this? I he wasn't really a big part of this picture. I honestly am not sure. But, okay, so uh, Scott, I think he was schizophrenic, but I think he was under some sort of medication and like he was being treated for it. Mm. For some reason, Audie had more trouble, you know, financially. Yeah. Audie and Scott were not like, they weren't married, they weren't like anything, they were just on and off. Yeah. So I think Scott just wasn't really that in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. But he was quoted saying that bitch should rot in hell, insinuating that she should get the death penalty. She, he was like, oh, she killed my fucking baby. She should rot in hell. Well, we think alike. Yeah. So, uh, so like, I don't know what, where he was when that happened, or, like, I'm assuming they were, like, separate parents, so she was in one place, he was in another, and then he found out what happened. Oh, I am. Yeah. Is getting hot. Distraught. I am distraught. 
Astaroth. I don't know how to move on from that. Well, <laughs> I'm going to lighten the mood and come back and tell another sort of lighthearted backstory <laughs> that doesn't involve eating babies. Or taking other faces. Oh, God. Okay. Um. So, like I said, this sort of this weird theme to both my stories. So, yeah. you remember the first one, the guy gets stuck in a chimney. Um, the second one happened in November of 2011 in a, in a suburb of, uh, Dayton, Ohio Mm -hmm. called Vandalia. Okay. Okay. And, uh, so this family called the Hendersons Mm -hmm. reminds me of like, what was it? The movie with the Bigfoot. Oh. The Hendersons. Harry. Harry. Harry? Harry and the Hendersons, because it's like, he's Bigfoot, he's Harry, mm, but it's yeah. H-A-R-R-Y. Um, stupid puns. Um, oh, you stupid puns. Well, so the Hendersons yeah. were shocked um, in early November 2011 um, when they found a man had broken into their home and decorated it for Christmas. <laughs> so, according to police... Um, the man who broke in, his name is Terry Trent. He was 44 years old and was under the influence of bath salts at the time of the incident. Oh my um, god. And he had entered the home through the back door. Um, and at this time, the son, uh, uh-huh. their 11-year-old son was upstairs. Not really, you know, just chilling. Yeah. And the mom, I think the dad was off to work or something. But the mom was at a neighbor's house across the street. Yeah. So, you know, can't be yeah. um, So he entered the house through the back door and literally just made himself at home. <laughs> like, straight up. Just made himself at home. He um, apparently lit some candles on the coffee table. Oh, nice romantic setting. Right. Setting he the mood. Turned the TV on. But he, he turned it on obnoxiously loud. Like, oh, max God, volume. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think... That probably, he was, yeah. He was doing something. Yeah. Um, and then he even decorated the family's house with Christmas decorations. That I'm sure he had, like, sort of stumbled upon. Yeah, probably. Um, because it was in November, so it's not hard to believe that the Christmas were decorations out were, were at available. least in a place yeah. that would be available. But um, one of the things he did, he put a large wreath on the garage door of the home. Oh my god. Okay. Um, so, he's doing all this, and apparently the 11-year-old boy mm-hmm. hears the TV on super loud. Yeah. So he comes down and, you know, is going to see uh, what's going on, and he sees Trent sitting on the couch watching TV, <laughs> playing with the boy's toys. Oh my god. God. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking he was probably like playing Xbox or something. Yeah, no, like no. playing some video games just super loud downstairs. Um, and of course the boy is terrified. Yeah, because it's like, what, what the, fuck? the fuck? There's a stranger. Yeah. There's a stranger playing COD in my house, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> like for real. And so he uh, calls his mom, who's next door. Yeah, 
and he's freaking out, and she's she's quoted as being like, "There's someone on the couch, like questioning him." Yeah, like what the f- like that's like, not something wait, that's not a call like, that you for get. Real, it's like, wait, there's someone on the couch. Does Are, he have a gun? Does he have a knife? Yeah, yeah. Is he armed? You know, you, Are, yeah. you need to get into a safe place, and so she runs over there and calls and tells her neighbor <laughs> to call nine one one. I'm sorry. She runs over there and tells her neighbor to call nine one one. Yeah. Um, and apparently, whenever she got over there, um, Trent's talking to her son mm-hmm. and says, "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. I'll get my things and go." Just you know, normal. I'll just yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really didn't mean to scare you. you know. I'll just get my things and go. And <laughs> apparently, that's just so ridiculous. I know. But apparently, yeah. Um, people who knew him, like knew Trent in the neighborhood, or like just in in, in the just, community. Oh, okay, okay. In the community, because he wasn't unknown. Mm-hmm. People who knew him said he was actually a very caring person. Yeah, he was very involved in the community. He was involved in, you know, Boy Scouts. He was involved in the yeah. church. Um, he actually worked with the church program to uh go sort of help convicted felons who were in prison. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, help oh, them okay. get their yeah. well, help them get their yeah, 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 lives yeah. together and stuff. Do God. Um help them find God. And so it was all kind of shocking. That but, they had that he yeah, was that, doing that he was doing this. But they had also said that um sort of times leading up to the incident, he had been acting a little bit more unstable. A little, a little bit odder Strange, than usual. Strange, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he was carrying a pocket knife. Ooh. But it's more like the cops found it on him whenever they arrested him. But he wasn't, like, using it. No. Yeah, it wasn't no. out. And the mom told uh, told the, the news outlets mm-hmm. um, that she honestly, like, after sort of interacting with him, felt like, he just wanted to find a festive spot to soak up his buzz. <laughs> like, she said that. To soak in his buzz. Okay. So he just, he was tripping high as fuck on bath salts, and he just wanted to feel Christmas. I'm feeling a little Christmassy. He just wanted to feel today. Christmas. Um, he was charged with burglary. Yeah. And apparently he did have drug-related charges in the past. Okay, but I guess no one really knew about them because he. I think I think some people did, but it wasn't like. But it wasn't. Yeah. It was in the past, so yeah, it's yeah. like he had sort of dealt with it mm, up until yeah, gotcha. like leading up to this. Yeah. Um, and it's like he didn't hurt anybody, <laughs> but, but but he's a fucking weirdo. But like, dude, I I dude. wish I wish but I dude. had someone break into my home. And put up Christmas decorations. Well, actually, well, we're getting close to Halloween, so put up Halloween decorations. <laughs> don't steal anything. You can sit on the couch. You can watch some TV. I don't care. Just but, you know, get my decorations up. Yeah. And we are shiny. We're good to go. I'll even give you a tip. There you go. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but <laughs> so whenever I found this, I decided to uh, put the label on it as bath salt Santa. 
because he just straight up came into someone's home and, and just put, like decorated, and brought Christmas, brought Christmas. What a guy! Honestly, oh. we should be thanking him. Not a lot of people celebrate, or not that they don't celebrate. They don't have the Christmas spirit. Yeah, he's bringing it to them. So it's like a when, little early in whenever, the year, right? Whenever I was looking up these stories, I was like, "Oh my god, I should have saved this for Christmas." Because they're all Christmas crime stories. Ooh. We should do I mean, the first Halloween one ha- The first one happened. Oh my gosh. Crime stories. Or just spooky stories. Spooky stories. Oh my god. Haunted house. <gasps> We're doing that. Okay. So. <laughs> the closer we get to Halloween. We'll do it. We'll do it. But, um, yeah. Like, I, whenever I was researching this, I didn't really put the dots together. Until I'd already yeah, been you're like, doing all the notes, and I was like, wait a second. Wait, this is all very like <coughs> Santa-y. You know, the first guy getting stuck in a chimney. Yeah. And the second Santa guy, theme. the second guy yeah. decorating the house for Christmas. There you go. That's so weird. Oh my god. So weird. It's not even Christmas time. It's not even close to Christmas time. But somehow, in Texas, it's not even fall yet. Dude, it's so fucking hot. It's so hot. Oh my god. Okay, so I could tell tell my other story. It's about a crime that happened at my school. A murder. <sighs> what? Is it long? I can make I can I can shorten it a little bit if okay. you want if you want to do it because we have like right, I think barely we... two hours and if you you yeah. cut it out because we still had a whole bunch of time. Oh, yeah. I think it's like twenty five minutes at the beginning. Yeah. Alright. So I'll, I'll tell my story. And then yeah. I don't know if you want to like cut this and put this one at the beginning so we end on the lighter notes because it's kind of sad. Oh, oh, oh. You know, you you'll, you'll work with it. Okay. I'll work it. I had to pull up the the thing though. That's why I was like. So you you okay, said you so had another story. So there's I think we have a story enough time for it. that I, I I wanted to share. And before I share this, I mean absolutely no disrespect to the family because it happened. In my community. Yeah. So, me talking about this, I'm not trying to, like, make fun of it or, like, make it light in any way. Like, we'll, this was something that was, like, very serious. It's still very serious. We'll change names. But I wanted... You know, yeah, I'm not going to say names. But I I did want to talk about it just because I think it happened in my community and it's a very kind of... A little bit more low-income community, so I don't think it got that much attention. Yeah. And it, I think that it should have, because it's something... Important. Important, yes. Yeah. Well, all lives are important. So exactly, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know it's hard to, like, highlight every single thing that happens, yeah. but, you know, still, I I, I no, thought it, sure, I thought it should sure. be shared, you know? So in my high school, um, I went to kind of a small high school, uh, mainly all Hispanic, you know, uh, typical high school. Uh, so this story revolves around, we'll call her Linda. Linda? We'll call her Linda. So Linda was found, her body was found underneath a sink. Jumping into this. In, I know, I wanted to say it first. Underneath a sink. Underneath the sink of an abandoned apartment building right next to my high school. Oh my god. So the story goes that... On, I believe it was a Friday, Friday, um, school day, mm-hmm. her boyfriend slash ex-boyfriend, um, had texted her, 
hey, meet me by the tennis courts, and if you don't meet me, you're you're dead. Like, you're gonna die. Like, I'm gonna kill you. What the fuck? And so, like, it's quoted that she, um, that he texted her, her life would be end of bloods. Which I didn't really understand the the terminology of that. Was that did he text her in Spanish or what? No, no, no well, I don't know. the quote that's what the quote was. So he was just like threatening her. And oh, okay. End of bloods. End of bloods. Yeah, I didn't really understand I that. I thought maybe you were not sure. Okay. I'm not into the occult or anything weird. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she, um, Linda goes missing for a period of time, and so. Things that were known at the time was that, you know, she was at school, she skipped school to go with this, excuse me, this boyfriend, ex-boyfriend of her, and I say ex because it was then later revealed that she tried to break up with him, but Mm -hmm. he was like, you can't break up with me, you're not the one that called the shots, I'm the one that called the shots. And so I think she went to go talk to him, This this is me speculating, I think she went to go meet with him to try and maybe end things, to try yeah. and maybe, like, talk to him in person and be like, dude, like, just Start leave me alone. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking maybe what was going through her head. So she skips school. There's surveillance cameras that see her go to a very small Mexican restaurant that's right next to our school, and she is with the um, boyfriend and with two other male friends. And then they're seen leaving, like, ten minutes later, and then they head to those abandoned apartments. Mm-hmm. And so these abandoned apartments make a really big role because later the community is very upset, rightfully so, because nothing was ever, ever done with those abandoned apartments. And it's very well known that people went and hooked up there. Mm-hmm. Like that was just a thing and nothing was ever done with them. Um, so they go to these abandoned apartments and then uh, the two friends are also there. And then, not sure what happens there, but the two friends leave, and it's just Linda and the boyfriend there. Yeah. And the boyfriend starts recording on his phone, and he records him basically raping her. And so, he forces her to have sex with him. It's heard on the phone that she starts yelling, I don't want to have sex with you, I don't want to do this. And then it's heard that he begins to choke her and that she says, I don't want to die. And that makes me so incredibly sad that that she went through this. And the whole time the boyfriend does this just because he feels he has power over her, you know? Yeah. Like that pisses me off. It's like, it's, it's, he's a narcissist. Exactly, exactly. It's fucking exactly. And it's so unfortunate that she was at the end of this, yeah. you know? Um, so he, <coughs> excuse me, he um, choked her to death and then stuffed her body underneath the sink. And so she's mi- she's um, declared missing for, I think, maybe two or three days. There's kind of like a search party going on. She wasn't the type of girl that would skip school or like run away. Um, And then the parents of Linda immediately were like, told told the police, go check out the ex-boyfriend's house. Like, he was number one suspect. 
of like maybe they ran away together or something. Yeah. And so uh, they go, they talk to the boyfriend's parents. I think the boyfriend's parents say like, oh, we don't know anything, blah, blah, blah. And, but the parents decide to help out with the search yeah. of the, the missing girl. Um, and so the boyfriend's in the car with his dad and they're searching and, you know, driving around searching. And he looks over at his dad and says, we need to go home. We need to stop searching. She's not alive. And the dad is like, what the fuck? And the dad goes and tells the police, my son did something. Oh my God. And so they go, they go to the apartment where she is and, um, they find her body and then, you know, everything starts oh, revealing itself, and he's found guilty of murder and um, raping like, her. Not only sad that, like, you know, an innocent life was lost, but also the fact that these parents, mm-hmm. like, the parents of the girl have to lose her, and the parents of the son, the parents of the boyfriend, or ex-boyfriend, yeah. like, Jesus, to imagine you finding out that your child murdered someone. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't even... Yeah. I can't even imagine sort of my reaction to that. Yeah. Like, it's like, they're your children and you have to love them, but, but how, 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 how do even, you... Yeah. How do you cope with that? Yeah. How do you cope with the fact that you brought someone to this world who took another person's life? Exactly, yeah. And... So this happened my senior year of high school, and she was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, and this happened like towards the end of the year. Um, so I think this was kind of uh, I I I've told I I've told this story to like other other friends that didn't didn't go to my high school yeah. just because it's something so crazy that happened. Yeah. Um, and they one of my friends was like, "Oh, did like what?" the school do like did the school talk to you guys did they kind of have an announcement or like what and, I, and then realizing i was like no the school never told us anything they never really addressed it they never That's, really wow like spoke to us maybe they spoke more to like her close friends of like hey we're here for you but i oh, never even really heard anything that's severely bothersome yeah and i in my head you know thinking i was like oh this is just such a crazy story but then i realized wait like this is a murder and a rape like this is so serious and it needs to be talked about yeah it needs to be talked about but also it wasn't even talked about in the community as much as i think it should have i think things were done by the family you know friends of the family of like efforts to tear down those buildings because they were like, we don't want this to happen to anybody else's child. Um, so I remember a petition going around that uh, we should tear down this building. I remember signing it. Like, things like that yeah. were done. And, like, I remember people putting up um, different posts and, like, sharing stories about her, which I thought was, like, kind of sweet, you know, remem- remembering her yeah. for who she was and not not a victim, you know. Yeah. Um, so I saw those, but again, nothing from the school that I can remotely like, remember, you know? Yeah. Um, so Which that... is, it seems strange to me. Yeah. Because it's like, my junior year of high school, one of my classmates um, had an epileptic seizure mm. while he was sleeping and, and died. And I remember the school were very, their reaction was noticeable. Yeah. 
Like, they they went to, they had counselors go to all of the classes that he was in. Oh, okay. And talk, and yeah. like, talk to all the students who were in class with him. And see, so, like, I was a senior, she was a freshman, so I don't know if maybe that was done, and I wasn't aware of it. Yeah. But it it still felt very hush-hush, but very... But still, like, they had, like, a vigil mm-hmm. at, at the school. Oh, okay, see, so yeah. Yeah, they had a vigil at the school, um, and... We were we were all told yeah. when the memorial service was gonna be mm-hmm. and like all of that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see I, I, I wasn't really aware of that. Um they did have like a small little um is it called a memorial hmm. uh like they put up balloons, they put up um like teddy bears and stuff like that at that apartment building. And so that was like Right across the street from yeah. the school. So I saw that. People saw that. It wasn't like it was hidden, you know. So we were made aware of that. Um, but yeah. Like, I, I, I think about this story often because you hear about these stories in, like, other states or, like, other other places. And you're like, wow, that's, like, really fucking crazy. But then something like this happens in your well, town, like, your in your community. In a low income. Yeah. And it's just, like. Which is, it's honestly disgusting that if it happened to a white person in a rich town yeah it would make headlines exactly like i I felt like it was very much um sugar-coated if, if that's the right word you know Definitely. um whenever you know whenever I, I remember being in school and being like oh shit that happened but in my head it didn't click look this was a murder you know yeah. this was like what it was like yeah. so intense like it wasn't made to feel that way. Yeah. And which I find just unfortunate to the family or to the victim, you know. Jesus. It, you know, this is, ugh, I don't even have the right words to say. <laughs> but yeah, and um, I lost my train of thought. But yeah. Yeah, like that's just insane. And I haven't driven by there since I graduated. Yeah. So I'm not really sure exactly what happened to the building. I have a feeling that it's still up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember that building. People would always talk about that building. Like, oh yeah, so-and-so went and hooked up at that building and yeah. whatever. And it, it, they always had like that um, stigma. The, yeah, you know? well that sort of like storyline. Yeah, though, yeah. Right? Like everyone knew that it, that that's what it, that was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of my community's unfortunate story. I can imagine. Yeah. Well, we are ending on a... We are ending on kind of sad, sad note. Um, but yeah, I just, it's just one of those things, not a lot of people know about it. I feel like it should be more talked about because she was... She had just turned 15, and I think girls at that age are very... Impressionable. Yeah, thank you. And I think people don't take that as seriously. Like, yeah. And not just girls, you know, men too. Well, you like know. how naive yeah. kids can be. Kids can be, exactly. Like, she was just, you know, she thought she was in a relationship with someone, you know, things weren't working out. But then this guy's, like, threatening to kill her. To kill her, he... He threatened to kill her family, you know? Like, Jesus. And it's like, 
what like what is she to do? Yeah. Like, so it's like reach out to someone. Like there's people to help to help you. You know. Yeah. So it's important to to spread that message and to to kind of realize that you're you're not alone. Like these things like shouldn't be happening. Basically. Yeah, and I think that goes for everything that we yeah, really basically. talked about tonight. That it's whether whether you're dealing with some crazy fucker talking about trying to kill you. Yeah. Or, or you're dealing with the crazy fuckers in your head trying to tell you to kill other people. Or you're dealing with like, bath salts. Or you're dealing with bath salts. Um, try your best to talk to the people in your community around you. Yeah. Talk to the people who are close to you and support you. Yeah. Um, and I know it's not always that easy. and But there are outlets yeah. um, that you can definitely go to. Right, exactly. I know there are. Um, yeah. You know, if, one, if you're getting death threats, go to the police. Yeah, police always. Like, go to the police. Um, you know. Yeah. D- deal with that that way. Uh, and it's it's crazy to think about that happening in my high school. Oh, yeah. Like, I think of that guy, that boyfriend. Like, that's a murderer walking around the halls that I'm yeah. walking around. Like, that's a fucking insane thought to have. Yeah. That there's actually, like, bad people in the world. I know we talk a lot about, like, we just talked this whole podcast about bad people. But it's so hard to think that these bad people are so close to us. Oh, yeah. It's so insane to think about that. I think it's still good, though, to... To realize that, you know... to realize that there are bad people, but to also just know that a majority of people aren't. Right, exactly. Like... There's also, there's also not a reason to live your life in fear of, oh, of yeah. everybody. Yeah, you know, sure. yeah, obviously there's um, a balance to that. Yeah, yeah, there's a balance. And I know we're two good people. We are so good people. if you ever want to, you know... Reach out to reach us. Reach out to us with your issues. We're always listening. Um, and we'd always love to help any way we can. I would love to do an an advice cast. Oh my gosh, yes. I would love to do an advice episode. Yeah. Um, so, if you want to contact us with any questions or comments, or if you need help on advice, or if you just want to share some awkward, embarrassing stories, um, you can contact us at our email, which is blunsaid.podcast at gmail.com at gmail.com and you can also follow us on our Instagram we're blowing up we're so famous oh my god JK we have 30 followers <laughs> and you and I are two I too and then like Rosa, yeah, and then Rosa. <laughs> um, if you want to follow us on our Instagram it is bl underscore unsaid um, and we've we've been trying to post some stuff, some yeah. cool stuff. Um, and yeah, that's, that's Thank it. you so much for listening, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll try to make next week's episode a, a little, little bit, bit more like cheery. <laughs> a little bit more upbeat. We'll talk about awkward, upbeat stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you have any suggestions, please let us know. Yeah. Send that to our email. Send that, you or, know. Yeah, reach out to us. DM us. Slide DM. into our DMs oh, on our Instagram. Don't slide into anything. <laughs> slide into first base. Um, okay, yeah, fair. 
But yeah, so thank you all for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>